This is the Hasidic Story Project with Barack Holman, podcasting from Jerusalem, Israel. This podcast is sponsored by listeners just like you. To become a supporter of this podcast, please go to HasidicStory.com. H-A-S-I-D-I-C Story.com. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll The old city of Jerusalem, in the late 1800s and early 1900s, everyone knew about the shofar blowing of Rabbi Yoel Chaim Weisfinger. He was a legend in the old city. Every year on Rosh Hashanah, hundreds of people would come to his shul in order to hear him blow the shofar. And it was said that the shofar that he blew was many hundreds of years old and had been passed down from generation to generation. In his family. The year 5674, 1913, Rabiol passed away and he left behind him two sons, Shimon and Libel. And he didn't say which of them would inherit the family shofar and who would have the honor of blowing it on Rosh Hashanah in the shul. So the two brothers, Shimon, who was the oldest, and Libel, who was younger, they came up with a compromise and decided that Shimon would inherit his father's little makolit, the little grocery store they had in the old city, while Leibel, the younger brother, who was a Talmud Chacham, would inherit the shofar. Several years passed, and Shimon decided to try his luck in America. He sold the grocery store and emigrated to the Golden Medina, the United States. When he was there, he opened a business, and he became very successful. Within a short amount of time, he was a very wealthy man. In the meantime... There was a war between the English and the Ottoman Turks in the Holy Land. And one day, Leibel is walking on the street, and he was an English citizen, having grown up in the land of Israel when it was ruled by the British. And as he's walking on the street, some Turkish soldiers grab him, arrest him, throw him into jail, and deport him to Egypt. And the only thing that he had in his hand at the time was his father's shofar. There he was on a boat, leaving the Holy Land going to Egypt with his father's shofar. Not long after Leibel was sent to Egypt, a ship arrived in the Holy Land with a cargo of food that was donated by American Jews. They knew that their brothers in the Holy Land were suffering and didn't have enough food, and having money, they bought food and brought it over. One of the passengers on that ship was a Mr. Sam White, who was a director of the aid committee bringing the food. And before he changed his name to Sam White, he had been known as Shimon Weisfinger. When Sam arrived in the Holy Land, of course he went to Jerusalem to look for his brother. And when he heard that his brother had been sent to Egypt, he immediately went to Jaffa, got on a boat, and sailed to Egypt with his American passport. It was a miracle, but he was able to find his brother. He bribed the guards, got his brother out of jail, brought him back to Jerusalem, and gave him enough money to get back on his feet. And on the day that Sam was leaving to go back to America, Leibel, who was overcome with emotion and so grateful to what his brother had done for him, gave his brother their father's shofar as a way of saying thank you for saving my life. Sam was very touched. He took the shofar, and on the whole boat ride back, he kept it in sight. He stroked it. He looked at it in the sun. He admired it. 
he never took his eye off the shofar. As they were getting closer to the port in America, Sam put the shofar in his suitcase. And when he came home, the only thing that he could talk about was his father's shofar. And when he went to show his family, he opened the suitcase. And to his shock and dismay, the shofar was gone. He couldn't understand that he had put it in the suitcase himself. He went back to the port. Nobody had seen the shofar. He contacted the company. Nobody had heard anything about the shofar. Nobody knew what he was talking about. The shofar had simply disappeared. The years passed, and the financial situation of the Jews of Jerusalem got even worse. It reached the point that Leibel and his family decided to move to Poland because Leibel, who was a Talmud Chacham, was offered a position as a rabbi in Poland. And he hoped that his financial problems were over. But unfortunately, it wasn't long before the Second World War began. The Germans, Yamach Shemam, invaded Poland. The next few years were pure hell for Leibel and his family. They suffered through the Holocaust, but miraculously, somehow, he survived. When the war was over, when the war was over, Leibel spent several years going from DP camp to DP camp and hoping eventually to return to Eretz Yisrael. One Erev Rosh Hashanah, he was a group of other survivors from the Holocaust, traveling from place to place, and they arrived at the home of a kind Italian farmer who agreed to let this group of Jews stay over for Yom Tov. They were saddened by the fact that they didn't have a shofar, but at least they were grateful that they had a minion and they could daven together. Rosh Hashanah came and went, and Leibel and his friends were about to leave when the Italian farmer asked them to sit down for a minute. I have something that's been bothering me for many years, and I have to get it off my chest once and for all. Many years ago, I worked on a ship that sailed from Palestine to America, and one of the passengers there was a wealthy American Jew. There was a package that he held on to all the time, like it was a great treasure. And when the ship arrived in America, everyone was rushing to get off the boat, and I saw it as my opportunity to go into his suitcase and steal the treasure. But when I opened it up, I was disappointed to see that it's just this strange thing. And then the farmer pulls out this old shofar. I know this is some kind of Jewish object, but I haven't met any Jews since I stole it. And now that you guys are here, I want to give it back to the Jewish people. So here, please take it. The group at first was disappointed that they didn't hear about this before Rosh Hashanah because they could have blown the shofar on Rosh Hashanah. But no one had noticed that Leibel, Weisfinger, had turned white and was getting dizzy, and it seemed like he might faint. He sat down, and everybody asked Leibel, what's going on, what's going on? Leibel said, this shofar is my father's shofar, and I gave it to my brother for saving my life. You stole the shofar from my brother when he was traveling back to America. So Leibel had received his father's shofar in return, and eventually he returned to Jerusalem, and after the war, Sam White sold his business in America, decided to return to the Holy Land, and also went back to using the name Shimon Weisfinger. When the two brothers got together, of course they embraced, and they were very happy to see one another. And then Leibel pulls something out of a bag and shows his brother the long-lost shofar. And the brother lost his breath. Where did you find that? Leibel told his brother the incredible story. After surviving the war, and ending up at the Italian farmer's house, and the shofar coming back to him. That year in Rosh Hashanah, the two brothers davened together, 
and their father Shul, and the old city of Jerusalem, and Libel blew the shofar that his father had left to him all those years before. I wish you all a Shana Tova and Mutuka, Ktiva Vchatima Tova, for a good and sweet new year of revealed goodness for everyone in the whole world, and especially you, my loyal listeners and supporters. Thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. I look forward to sharing many more stories with you. Shana Tova and Mutuka.